This episode of Hallelujah Monkeys is brought to you by Studio. If you want a pair of headphones that looks as amazing as it sounds, then you want to go to studio.com and find the pair that's right for you. I personally love the trays, and Trevor Ickrath is a regent man. And once you figure out what you want, be sure to use the offer code GORILLAS at checkout for 15% off your order. Also, it helps support the show when you do that. That's S-U-D-I-O dot com offer code G-O-R-I-L-L-A-Z for 15% off your order. Studio Designing Sound. Hey, Dylan, it's Gorilla's Day. New single, new new album announcement, new festival announcement. Very exciting stuff. I mean, we saw the album art today. We got, we got the lore article today. Oh my God, the lore article. I cannot wait to talk to you about the lore article. But that's not happening today. No, no. Here, we're, we're saving the majority of the news that we found out about today for the next proper episode of Halloween Monkeys, but we were so excited about there being a new single and being a new album and everything. We just thought we had to drop a, a an emergency episode, one of our classic emergency episodes. Oh, it's it's it feels like old times again, Trevor. A little I, bit. And what we're here to do today is specifically talk about the new single, Humility. Are we also going to talk about Lake Zurich today, or is that something else? We could talk about Lake Zerk too, because okay, I great. already played some of it during the intro. Sick. I feel like I feel like I, I've been upgraded. Like I, it was supposed to be, you know, open one gift on Christmas Eve, and I was like, "But what about that other one? It's so small. Can I open that one too?" And you were like, "Okay." <laughs> every day, every day is a is a gift in this fandom. This really feels like a top five Gorillas day definitely definitely but let's get let's get into talking about this single humility we talked about uh we talked about we we've, we've mentioned it on the show before we saw the name go up on that registry right yeah like a month ago i remember yep and then we've just been kind of like well that's probably the first single well that's probably the first single and then what do you know it was the first single do you want to take a listen to it yeah, let's listen to Humility. I figure it makes sense. Let's talk about the song, and then we'll talk about the video after, right? Yes. So let's talk about the song. Come on, dude. Breezy, <laughs> summer sounds of the 1970s. Sunshine, summery. Love it. This is like such a laid back sound for the band. Fuck yeah. I hear Benny and the Jets. I hear the Pina Colada song. I hear Seals and Crofts. I hear, I hear, you know, yachts and Southern California at the end of the 70s, man. I hear like the same kind of sounds that like artists like Frank Ocean and a lot of other like LA kind of R&B hip hop artists are working with right now to kind of make like spacier sounding tracks i really sure. enjoy this one we should say it has a uh, george benson on guitar 
Love him here. One of the best instrumental Gorillaz features ever, I think. Absolutely. That guitar adds so much here. It's doing so much work. It's a huge part of, of, of the whole vibe of this song. It just sounds like sunshine, you know? It's so good, dude. Mm-hmm. And there's all other kinds of fun stuff going on in here. A lot of synth arpeggios and a nice bass line, as always. Murdoch might not be in the band anymore, but we've still got a good bass line. <laughs> I know true. you were a little worried. I was worried, but Ace is, is holding it down here from the yeah. Powerpuff Girls with his, uh, with his kind of like mellow funk, you know? I That's like what it. I, would I call like it. it. It's a mellow track. This hook doesn't feel like a giant smash to me or anything, but this feels like a really perfect, like, exciting statement of intention single, the way that, like, Stylo was for for Plastic Beach, Tomorrow Comes Today was for the self-titled. This feels like a perfect, like, even just with that intro, those little wood blocks on the intro, it really feels like a statement is being made here, you know? And let's talk about what statement Damon is trying to make here by talking about what he's doing on this song. How do you like his vocals? How do you like the lyrics? Like, what do you think? Well, the lyrics are a little hard to unpack, I think. I think they're pretty straightforward, and they they feel self-referential a lot more than Gorillaz usually does. Uh, He's definitely still writing in his Gorillaz mode, though, of, like, you know, subconscious style phrasing rather than really direct, like, good, bad queen style phrasing. Look at these lyrics, though. Like, I need you in the picture. That's why I'm calling you. I don't want this isolation. Like, this feels like that scene in the girls documentary we might get where Damon calls Jamie and he's like, let's get the band back together. It could be. That's a, that's not a bad read. Actually. I love I mean, I really like his little mellow, you know, uh, um, megaphoned out verse vocals, but I love that bridge, the falsetto bridge. Oh my God. He really kicks it up a notch on the bridge. Doesn't he? He brings out the falsetto. He's like, you guys didn't think I was singing enough on the album. I'm going to give like you every kind of gorilla's vocal you like all in one song. And then when it starts layering underneath that last little outro verse with the strings going in full, it sounds so big. It just sounds yep. huge. It's you know? a deceptively like small slash big song. Cause like it's a little pop tune, but there are some big sounds going on and it's, it really does have a big climax to it. Song of the summer, man. Song a of little the summer. Bit, yeah. It, it kind of like it's, it reminds me a little bit of Andromeda almost cause it, Starts in a way that feels small, but it really gets there at the end. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I mentioned we paid a little lip service to the lore because that's a big thing now this phase. But I do want to point out that in the actual personnel credits that uh, producer James Ford of Simeon Mobile Disco fame is, is playing bass. He's also playing uh, uh, drums and synth and guitar on this track so this is not ipad pop it's a full production no i i'm pretty sure i mean at least i know i'm pretty sure that those wood blocks are are organic i don't know if all of the drums are organic i think there might be some pads in there but i but i know it's a mix it feels like a mix to me who knew it would take the animated band losing a member for us to finally get uh gorillas arrangements that sound more like four people playing instruments than ever no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. And you know, I the the response that I've seen online in kind of all uh corners, casual, fan, etc., has been really positive about this song. I don't know how you don't like this song. This is just like a classic gorillas tune for me. It's a smile. It's a smile in music form, right? It's just so breezy, so so sunny and fun. I mean, again, I don't think that like in some ways this feels like the band at its least dystopic ever. Mm-hmm. Like, even even going back to phase one, there's a certain sort of 
creeping darkness to a Clint Eastwood, even though it's like a really fun pop song, you know? Right. Yeah. There is this feeling that it's kind of like with the phases so close to each other this time, you know, we settled that. We we made our statement about the the nightmarish <laughs> dystopia that we're living in. It feels like we're we're continuing on with the spirit of we got the power and being like, okay, so the world's fucked, but let's have some fun in it. Let's you know, it's you and me, we're all cool people, so let's have a good time. I feel that. And like going back to the statement of intent thing, I think it's interesting too what you said about how this is closely following humans. Because the last time we got an album quickly following another album, it wasn't a big statement record. It was a more personal one, you know, The Fall. Yeah. So I know we're looking at this as a bit more of a bigger deal than The Fall, but I feel like it's still falling to the same dynamic with humans that The Fall did with Plastic Beach, whereas Plastic Beach was the big statement album and The Fall was a smaller, more personal work. That's the vibe I get here, too. Humans was the statement album, and this is the album that follows in a more personal vein. Like, Well, you know, Damon like, explained that the material on this album, and I guess we'll just apply it to these tracks that we're talking about, is that it's songs that are about right now, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. What, what I really feel like is that Humans was a perfect album about what Gorillaz has become, like to its fans, I think, and just as a project. And this feels like, at least like the sunshiny nature of it and like the optimism of the song, it feels like that this album is going to be about what Gorillaz has come to mean for Damon Auburn. I, I think that there's a lot uh, in the video that we'll be talking about in a minute that would that would support that theory. Cool, interesting. I'm looking forward to hearing your take on the video. But uh, but yeah, humility, jam, total jam. Yes, so good. I don't total think it's jam. quite what either of us might have been expecting. No, probably not. But it it feels like a song that would be called humility. Whatever whatever form these songs took when they were being written on the road, it really feels like once they got to Studio 13, they were really expanded, developed, you know, very fleshed out. Uh, what should we do next? Should we talk about this music video or should we talk about Lake Zurich and then the video? Let's talk about the music video. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm really excited to dust off our old music video review format. <laughs> I didn't do this. I didn't have time and you're, you're a lot better at it than I am anyway. So let me hear what you got. What was your one sentence review of this video? Okay. My one sentence summary on the shores of the Pacific ocean, 2d roller skates and Jack black gasp busks. In a competition to see who can be more of a Venice Beach cliche. I'm glad you included that gasp there because where did he come from? Right? This is so this is so Bruce Willis in style, right? A little bit, but it's so much more like off the cuff. Definitely. The 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 feeling is much more he's in full like kids choice award Jack Black mode. You know? Yeah, he's really hamming it up for the camera and like sometimes pretending to play guitar and sometimes actually playing guitar. You can just imagine like Jack Black talking to Jamie before they started rolling. So what all do you want me to do? He's like, Oh just, you know, be really Jack Blackish, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does this, does this officially count as a Tenacious D uh, feature? Oh, that's a not, really right? good question. But I, I got to say no, because I don't think anything sonically is happening here. Yeah. You know? he's, he's kind of playing George Benson in the video. Would have been really cool to see Rage Cage for one of these shots, though. But he wasn't <laughs> sure. there. Yeah. Uh, can I give out a Best Dressed Award? Award? Yes. This is a very well-dressed Gorillaz video, I'm, I'm going to say right now. So I want to shout out to these uh, sick little Casio watch, which if you're if you're... Uh, interested, I managed to track down the model. 
It's the it's the DW five six zero zero WB seven white and blue series Casio G Shock. Definitely pick that watch up. It's the hot look. Uh, shout out to Russell's No More Unicorns Anymore shirt. Shout out to Remy Kabaka's like conical Chinese farm hat and his giant mirror shades that he's wearing over Coke bottle granny glasses. That's I also thought a great he looked look. great, man. He wins my look of the video for sure. I got to give it to Jack Black, not just for his save us from him white team, but for those striking white Adidas sneakers with actual wings coming off the back like he's Hermes. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> those are sick, dude. I got to get a pair of those. Those are yeah. sick. Yeah. They match very well with your uh, wing-tipped uh, headphones. They definitely do. <laughs> Studio, shout out. Studio. I got some worst parts and best parts, too. Um, okay. So my worst part is that there's that little bit where there's a really clumsy skater, and 2D like, tries to help him, and he's like grossed out by it. Um, I spent like 10 seconds the first time I watched worried that they had cast comedian TJ Miller in a Gorillaz video. Like before he had that huge public fall from grace and meltdown. And I was like, oh no, this is such a fun gorillas video. And now it's got this, oh, it's not TJ Miller. So <laughs> that, that little moment of darkness, literally the only part I didn't like of this video the first time I watched it. Uh, so considering my worst part is something that was entirely in my head, you can tell I pretty much like this video all the way through. Uh, my best part though, it has to be all of these throwbacks, all of these sort of, references to the past phase stuff i can't think of any off the top of my head i might have missed them what what are you uh here's the ones that i have i'll list them off for you okay uh this is just what i've caught there could be other stuff i haven't okay. gone digging into the subreddit or whatever um so first of all the phase five gorillas logo itself is this like charcoal-ified version of the phase one logo so it looks a little bit more textural which is very cool. I'm into it. One of my very favorite Gorillaz logos of the project, and feels intentional, right? Feels like it's making its own kind of statement about the 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 band kind of cannibalizing its history and, and making peace with it in a way. Sure. More more evidence that the album was originally going to be called Plastic Demon Beach Days? Who knows? I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And Who then knows? there's this giant Choose Pazuzu stencil on a wall, which is straight out of Phase 2. I did notice that. Yes, you're right. Sick. Mm -hmm. That was that was exciting. There's that great shot of the two bodybuilders underneath the famous sort of Venice Beach concrete barbell uh, uh, sculpture, and that has a giant Groove Bones face on it from Phase I One. I missed that. I'll have to go check that out. That's cool. Here's a crazy one. Did you happen to notice in the shot of Noodle playing chess with Remy Kabaka that she's wearing a Hello Kingy tank tank top? Yep, one of 2D's old shirts. Yeah, from Is the that game, from of, game, game of Game of Death. death? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's such a crazy out of nowhere, right? And then here's yeah. the most subtle one I think I've noticed. There's this one shot where 2D coasts from left of frame to right of frame, but like slightly behind Jack Black, and he's striking this pose where his right arm is like stretched all the way out, making a finger gun, and his left arm is like bowed over his head, bending, and he's he's humping the air. It's the it's the pose that Murdoch makes in Rock the House when he's playing crotch tennis. Uh, when they're shooting the balls at him. It's Damn. the exact pose. Huh. Then there's a giant mural of Noodle's face from the Humans cover. Uh, when I you saw get, that one, yeah. yeah. You get that shot of the Venice Beach uh, rec center handball courts. I believe it's court number two, which uh, should definitely be on your, your Gorillas Venice Beach <laughs> tour that uh, presumably you and me will be taking someday. Yes. And then I kind of feel like this one's not maybe official, but I feel like when Russ trips 2D at the end of the video... 
it feels like it might be a sort of a subtle jump the gut reference. Do you, can you get with me on that? Where it like felt very phase one, and it bothered me just as much now. As <laughs> why it did you being so mean to two D? <laughs> he was in a car crash. What do you make of that moment though, when he gets up and his eyes go from white to black? I didn't even notice that uh, first time, but yeah. my coworker brought that up to me, and yeah, I, I really don't know. It feels like it's an emotional thing. To yeah. Me. Yeah, you know, it's a mood shifting. Which I totally like, because, you know, sometimes 2D's eyes are white, and sometimes they're black, and I like the idea that it has to do with, like, his feelings, you know? Yeah, his state of mind, his well-being. Can we give, like, J.V. Hewlett the Subtlety Award for literally only using one sound effect in this entire video, which is this, like, pleasantly muffled thud at the very end when 2D is skating off and he falls over while it while it sort of does that Looney Tunes iris out, you just hear a little poof when he falls I over. I was afraid there weren't going to be any. It was great. It was just enough to like yep. nod to the <laughs> his, his trademark. The restraint makes it even better. <laughs> makes it even better. Um, I'm also like, there's a big mural on the basketball court in the big ace, Ace's big coming out moment in this video, Trevor. Yeah, can we talk about the fact that Ace is in the video? Fuck yeah, let's talk about it. So he he pulls out a switchblade, he pops a couple of gentlemen's basketball, and then looks confused when they're angry at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. He's like he's like all Murdoch malice, but then when he sees that they're upset with him, he looks like he's a little bit oh, I didn't realize that. I thought would, I thought they'd think it would be neat. I thought they thought this would be fun. <laughs> Which I did enjoy. Nobody's explained the rules to basketball to Ace. He's an he's an ugly feller, isn't he? I think he's got a cool design. I really like what Jamie's done with the character. Me too. Me too. He doesn't have quite as much as of a widow's peak as the original Powerpuff Girls design. No, no. But he's got he's definitely has very distinctive hair yeah. for sure. Uh, but there's a big mural on that basketball court, and after googling for a very long time, I feel like I can say that I'm. 85% sure that that's a, a young George Benson in that fedora. Oh, nice. I think. Stuck him in there. Got him in there. Good for him. Yeah. What do you think of this video? I think this video is great. I think it's great. It's probably one of my favorite Gorillaz videos. It just makes me happy. Even even Strobe White, which felt like a lesser effort, now makes it sort of three in a row, it feels like, from the Hewlett camp, where he's really nailed the tone of the video. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Strobe Light wasn't one of my favorites in retrospect, but it captured the feel of the phase very well. And the song. This one, I think it's going to do, you know, that same job. Me too, man. God, so much fun. And I love all the goodwill I'm seeing. You know, I am seeing some, it makes me bristle a little when I see like, this is way better than that human shit. Because it's yeah, always going to be yeah. one of my very favorite albums. And like, mm-hmm. and the people didn't get it. I'm I'm ready for it to happen, but I'm not expecting the now now to like, best humans for me but but you know i'm glad that those people like this song too i just wish that they didn't have to denigrate the best album of 2017 in so doing i agree you want to talk about this other song though lake zurich sure lake zurich which we'd heard a little bit of uh in the teaser reel on the now now.tv as a matter of fact and turns out it's a bit of an instrumental. It's a, yeah, it's close to. It's very yeah. Giorgio Moroder-ish. I don't know if you can go with me on that, but it feels like that Giorgio Moroder, Diana Ross era stuff. Sure, yeah, and and it definitely sounds like uh, other artists, uh, other contemporary Gorillaz artists too, like have been influenced by those sounds too. Like this could easily be an LCD sound system track. 
Sure, absolutely. Oh, especially this, with those bells going on. Love them. This partnered with humility really almost got me reeling thinking maybe this is like the Gorilla's 70s album in a way. Uh, like, come to think of it, even Idaho has kind of that golden country anthem John Denver thing going for it. Totally, like a, you're right. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Like a country road or whatever. And I and we'll I can't, see how we'll see how Hollywood fits into that. Yeah, I can't really speak to Hollywood because I've just heard that little snippet so yeah. so long ago. But, yeah. but this does feel like we're kind of in '78 to '83 with those little. I love those little laser beam sims. Those are so good. It's a lot of fun. And again, the bass here is great. There's some fun drum programming going on. And and I think some organic drums too. That there's some kit here and and definitely some bells as well. Some cowbell. Bell. I love those bells. Fuck yeah, me too. There's some interesting chatter. There's a voice at the beginning of the track that I don't think is Damon that sounds a little bit more feminine. The last chance to buy before you fly, that voice. Yeah, but then Damon comes in about halfway through. He's pretty buried in the mix, and he's doing a little bit of, like, it sounds like he's just talking into, like, his phone's recorder app. Yeah, and and uh, it, it he's in his kind of double bass uh, range. Yeah. The, yep. His all of which makes me anxious, you know? And then mm-hmm. after that, there's some more vocalization-y sounding things that almost sound like they could be synths, but I actually think they're just heavily affected vocals. The the wah you you wah that yeah that I, of... I keep I hear those as synths. I keep seeing people say those are vocals, but I don't hear those as vocals at all. I I think that they might be vocals just with a lot of effects on them. But yeah. uh, but I Dame, you know Damon I, I could did be wrong. say he sings on every track, and he doesn't. If those aren't vocals, there's no singing on this one. Definitely, those drums sound so fat, though. I, I I really love all of the all of the engineering that's happening here, and I love when the strings are like trading off with that little laser beam synth. That it sounds like, I don't know, like a like a conversation with between two instruments, and one of them has a really slow attack, and one of them has a super fast attack. You know. I am a little disappointed that we didn't get any Damon singing on this one because I was looking forward to hearing what he was going to do over a song like this. I can see that. It didn't really come into mind as I've just kind of been jamming out to this song today, but I could, I could see that reaction for sure. It's definitely structurally the song's like a little bit on the repetitive side, um, but it has these really interesting like seventh chords, these dark chords that keep happening uh, when it's like about to resolve back into the root that, that add a really interesting character to the song, I think, that add a lot of texture to the song. Um, but it's worth mentioning, like, I'm still in the honeymoon phase of this song, but it's like, it is four minutes and 13 seconds long, which is like, long. that's, I think, 10 seconds longer than Glitter Freeze. So I wonder, mm-hmm. th- those synths are not as headachey as the Glitter Freeze synths are, but I, but I wonder if eventually we'll wish that this song was closer to that, you know, three minute, 30 second sweet spot, you know? Well, I actually listened to this when it leaked a couple days ago uh-huh. along with Humility and I've been listening to it pretty steadily since then and it hasn't graded on me whatsoever. Oh good, that's great. I this Today was my first time with both of these songs. I wanted to kind of like be experience it with the big rollout and I'm glad that I did but I, I wanted to ask you the to me the, the sound of Humility and the visual is really indelible like I, I really really get the I see the video in my head when I hear the song and, and vice versa. How did you feel about how they paired, having been a little bit more familiar with Humility leading up to the video? I thought the video was a perfect 
representation of the sound. And I think Sick. I think 2D without a care in the world roller skating through Venice Beach is a perfect representation if his mood is any indication of what being in Gorillas is like for Damon at the moment. It seems like it's it's going to be a big phase for 2D. We'll talk a little bit more. Uh, yeah, we definitely will talk about that a little more in the uh, mainline episode. But for now, dude, the hype train is full speed ahead. I'm so psyched. I'm so psyched. We're not, we haven't even talked about like the most exciting thing for us personally. <laughs> for sure. There's a huge thing happening. But we'll save it for the episode. And until then, do you want to sign off? Yeah. Until then I'm gorilla super fan on gorillas day, 2018 Dylan Flynn. <laughs> and I'm gorillas fan for life on gorillas day, 2018 Trevor Ickrath. Uh, uh, don't get, Emergency lost in heaven. <laughs> We're the Hallelujah Monkeys. <laughs> We're the Hallelujah Monkeys. Oh my god, dude. So exciting. They're back. The boys are back. It's great. I can't I can't wait. Part of me wondered if with the phases being so close together, if I'd kind of be like, yeah, whatever, gorilla's back. But no, I'm in full freak out mode. I, I need to keep myself away from plate glass windows because I might backflip out of them. I'm so excited. Well, we've never experienced this before, you know? Like we've never gotten two gorillas albums like year one year two like it's crazy maybe there's such a thing as too much of a good thing but not when it comes to gorillas i'm so excited phase five i think we're i think we're gonna be good phase five hell yeah